All right. So you guys were um, peeing against the wall with Aniston when he suddenly turned kind of like just more sentient than you'd ever seen him before. And uh, he kind of snapped out of something. It looked like he kind of snapped out of something, right? So, uh, but then he kind of went back into his old bumbling Aniston ways where he's just kind of like, you know, not not a very uh, smart guy. And um, he is leading you towards uh, Sparkle. And he just keeps saying the word Sparkle over and over again. Hmm. And you guys are just walking through, um, you know, more uh, overturned city. You're seeing... You're seeing some things that are kind of disturbing, like you you come across a pile of of uh, what look like elf skeletons, and they have all been uh, murdered by some kind of thing, and you don't know what, but they look very old as well. But there's a gigantic pile of them uh, that are just kind of like look like they were trying to escape, but they became skeletonized, so they're kind of piled against these big stone doors. Uh, trying to escape from whatever it was thousands of years ago that destroyed them. And as you travel, you see more things, uh, and you're kind of traveling through some parts that look like they've been dug out by someone. You're not sure, but it seems like somebody tunneled through this area. And you're also seeing more of those footprints from earlier uh, that Aniston was calling the Darklings, that you don't really know what the hell they are, but he calls them the Darklings. And Aniston's just humming along and just kind of singing to himself. Um, and finally, uh, you get to an area that uh, you walk into the area, and it looks like you are now in a living, well-lit city, and there's sky above you. And Aniston the- stops, and he says... This is Sparkle. Huh. Can this place get any weirder? Yes, yes, it can. Yeah, I think the time the time thing was the weirdest thing. This is almost ordinary by that standard. Is there any like rocks or pebbles around like us, like loose gravel? Um, yeah, there's like there's some loose, loose gravel on the streets. Aniston is kind of swinging his arms and just walking around the streets to himself. I- He's he pick up, up to a horse. He's petting a horse. Oh, there's a horse. Yeah. Oh, uh, I pick up like a rock and I just try and throw it up into the sky. Like, see if it's like a ceiling and it just hit bounces off or something. You throw it up into the sky and you can't tell, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't fall back down. Oh, spooky. Uh, Donnie, do do uh, Arcana check on that horse. I don't trust it. Okay. All right. Let's see here. There's too much magic in this place. I don't like it. Uh, that's an 11. Yeah. So you, you look around and it's like staring directly into the sun. You're just, you can't <laughs> anything. It's just completely overwhelming. I had, a, I don't know why I expected anything different. Everything in here is magical <laughs> shit. Donnie just starts screaming and holding his eyes as they bleed. <laughs> Aniston is acting kind of weird. He's holding the side of his head, and he's, like, mumbling something. Uh-oh. Hey, Aniston, buddy, you okay? You need a hug from your buddy, Laren? Suddenly, Aniston starts screaming really, oh. really loud. Oh, no. And he's staring up into the sky, just screaming. And then suddenly, he stops, and he looks around at you guys. I knew we shouldn't have come to the sparkle. God damn it! <laughs> Aniston? How you doing, champ? Pal? Who are you? Oh, that's not Aniston. (laughs) I am Lord Aniston, ruler of this realm! Hey, I'm Laren. (laughs) Hey, what? (laughs) It's us, uh, Lord Aniston, your friends slash servants. We've been helping you through this place this whole time. Servants. I do not know who you are, but I do know that I need no help in my own realm. Fair enough. We'll leave and, you be. Uh, and I start Aniston, walking away. You are, uh, Aniston, you are very surprised to see that you are completely nude. And what have you done with my clothes? I don't. Honestly, no. Uh, you... We followed your orders of getting rid of them. 
You told us that you didn't like them and that it's easier to run. Do you think I am a fool? Do you think I would actually ask peasants like yourselves to disregard my robes? As a peasant, I don't question what you think. Your brain process is at a much higher level than my own. So I assume whatever you say goes. So I just follow the orders. I don't question you. I will slay all of you with my sword. Please don't. That doesn't sound fun. I think we can we can have a good time. We were singing and dancing not long ago, eating spider eggs. Let us help one another. All I know is I have my sword and I do not want to be naked anymore. Alright, Larry, give him your pants. I throw him my Yeah, pants. <laughs> uh your pants oh who's who's throwing their pants? Me, Laren. Laren, uh, well, your pants are much too small for him. Yeah, he's fucking huge. He's Jack. These don't even fit. All right. <laughs> um, I take them back and say, Donnie, oh, you look a little there's bit There's no way. I'm not bigger than you. <laughs> okay, I'm a half-elf. <laughs> and I will thank you not to assume his way. How God dare you? Uh, uh, as far as I remember, I'm still, like, from when we were in prison, and I'm just wearing the plate mail like i have just have a chest please so i don't think i have any pants on either i mean depends on what that cult took from us if they left us in our underwear i forget yeah you were in your underwear okay yeah so i'm just underwear and plate mail so i don't have anything to give them uh we shouldn't have given that sword back can i roll a perception to see if there's like even anything remotely usable to clothe him nearby um yeah you can you can do that but you Remember, uh, you guys haven't really looked around much yet. No, we haven't. Yeah, and we were new to this area. All of a sudden, you were walking through destroyed cities and weird, crazy, scary shit, and then all of a sudden, you look around and you are in a city with a sky. Yeah. We're we're pretty oblivious to the story. We're desensitized (laughs) to all this magic. But (laughs) Aniston did just come back, roaring back to, like, some other personality, so you've had a lot to distract you, so it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. I, yeah. yeah. Give it a look around. So yeah, it's a fully functioning city. It seems like there's people in the buildings. There's, oh, there's people uh, here. Lamps lit. It is dark outside. Um, there are horses tied up in front of uh, different places. There's a, a, a pub down the street that looks like it has some big kind of you know some tavern that's just like got some kind of raucous party going on in it. Is the part is the tavern named Sparkle? Uh, <laughs> tavern is named Sparkle. Exactly. <laughs> nice. All right. I got an 11 on my perception roll to see if there's anything close by to, like, just give him. Not 20! You got a 20? Yeah, I did a perception roll, too. Uh, well, both of you noticed that there is a shop, like, about 15 feet away from you that is uh, that sells clothing. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Uh, it's currently closed. Other than that, you could grab, you could, you could search through the saddles that are on some of the horses that are uh, parked out in front of these places. Yeah, I kind of want to rustle through some of these saddles or any of the parcels on the horses. Okay, uh, so there are three horses that are kind of near you that are tied up in front of a building that has a light on it. Doesn't look like a business. It looks like you can't tell what it is. And then down the street, there's a bunch of horses, uh, and they're all tied up in front of Sparkle. Uh. Maybe we can ask one of the purveyors of these shops for pants. I assume that's the priority clothing. Yeah, I I just search a horse, the closest oh. one to me. Okay, uh you start searching for a horse. I mean you start searching through the uh through the saddle and Could he wear the saddle? Can we like punch two uh, holes in the saddlebag? I mean you could, but I mean, it's like uh, I doubt he's going to be very. Uh, really, I mean, you could you'd have to tear it apart and rebuild it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But if that's if that's what you want to do, um, and as you're rolling though, uh, somebody says, "Hey, what are you doing to my horse?" Jeez, it is a fuzz. <laughs> There's a fly on it. I'm trying to kill it. Get away from there! He's starting to walk towards you. He's coming out of that place that you couldn't tell if it was a business or a residence or not. 
There's a fly in the saddlebag. I'm trying to kill it. Um, we are looking for clothing for our king. And I look at like Aniston, like king, prince, duke, lord. And the guy's like, Lord Aniston. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. Lord Aniston, I'm oh. sorry. Is there anything that you require? I need clothes. Yes, sir. Yes, right away, sir. He runs into the house and uh, he yells something. Lord Aniston is here. Something like that. And uh, he's scrambling around inside the house. At least someone isn't completely incompetent. Yeah, and I stand behind Aniston, like, hands on my hip, trying to, like, be buddy-buddy. Look at these two idiots rummaging around in saddlebags, right? I didn't ru- I don't think I joined in the rummaging. No, you didn't. <laughs> All so I know is Anderson has a sword and an invincible ring, and I'm trying to be his best friend right now. <laughs> so the guy comes running back out of the house, and as he does, uh, a bunch of people from that house are following him slowly and very cautiously behind. And he has a stacked uh, pile of clothing that he's holding in his outstretched hands as he kneels in front of you, Aniston, and holds the clothing up for you. Ah, thank you for this clothing. It has uh, appeased me slightly, but I'm still with these three morons. The guy says, my lord, I apologize. Please, I hope that some of this fits. It's the finest clothing that we have. It's, It's kind of medium. It's not good. It's not great clothing. It's not what you're used to. This isn't perfect. He starts shuddering. But it will do for now in a pinch. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And the crowd behind him kind of breathes a sigh of relief, too, and they're all like, whew. But they're all kind of hanging out and just, like, watching you now, Lord Aniston. And you guys, too. They're kind of watching you, like, Trying to figure out who you are. Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> so are we. I turn to Aniston. Now, you're the one who led us here. I know you may not remember that, but uh, you led us here from outside of whatever this place is. Do you remember? What's, what's the name of this place? This is Marigal, on the outskirts of my city. Okay. Uh, Aniston, something happens to you when you're not in this, uh, part of the city. The rest of the city's destroyed, and it has been for, uh, countless ages. What happened? Do you know what happened? So, Aniston, as you look around, you see no signs of destruction. You see no problems at all with the city. There are, it seems like a, a normal day in this, there, it's, it's just odd that you kind of are having trouble remembering some things. You're not even sure what you were just doing or how you got here, and you're not sure why you're naked, and you're not sure who these three guys are or why they're trying to convince you that the entire city of Shomar has been destroyed. This city was once a place of unrivaled power and excess, and we were thriving, and I don't remember everything... I don't remember you three, but... People are, uh, people are starting to whisper and talk to each other as you notice that they've been listening to that conversation, and they're kind of shocked that you don't remember things. They're kind of starting to look very, uh, like, like conspiratorial and stuff. Maybe there's a place we can go in this city of yours that you know so well, outside of these... Prying ears, I yell that, like, looking at all the crowd around us. They kind of recoil when you do that. Damn right they do. To the tavern! Yeah! As you you say to the tavern, (laughs) somebody gets thrown right through the front window and uh, smashes onto the ground. (laughs) Did Uh, he just single-handedly start a sewer riot? (laughs) One word. No, it was just a coincidence that this (laughs) this fight has been uh, happening inside already, and it just is not pouring outside. (laughs) We're going to sparkle, and I'm going to figure out who the three of you are. I'm going to figure out what happened to my city and why it is different from what I remember. And we're going to figure out what else happened to my memories? Fantastic. That sounds like a good idea. I, I'm totally with you. And I'm hoping to lose some of mine in the tavern. 
<laughs> so you guys head down the street. The guy that, that got thrown on the window is still laying there. He's kind of like looking dazed. He's not killed or anything. He's just, he's just kind of bruised up. Like he just got in a fight. And it looks like they're cleaning up inside kind of to, you know, they got past the fight. And it's uh, pretty crowded. There's uh, people of all kinds in there. And uh, Aniston, it looks completely normal to you. Everything looks like like it would you'd expect in uh, in Marigal. Like it's just normal Marigal folks uh, that that work in the mines and stuff. And that you know, it's just normal folks. Uh, but for you three, you're looking at people, and they look just very strange. Uh, the clothing that they're wearing is like nothing you've ever seen before. There are strange looking faces that don't look like normal representations of races that you've seen before. Um, there's people with like exotic pets that don't look normal to you either. Uh, the plants, even the plants growing in the place seem to have some kind of thing that seems very unfamiliar. Yeah, this is our first, I, we should probably tell, we, this is our first time in your city. And, uh, it's a long story about how we got here. You seem kind of confused and so are we. So let's have a beer and we'll talk it out. Because there's, I don't know. I think we need to get on the same page. As you guys are, as you guys are talking, somebody from the crowd yells, "Lord Aniston!" And the entire place stops what it's doing. Every single person gets on one knee and puts their head down uh, and looks at the floor. The bartender is is doing the same thing. Uh, every single person in there has stopped completely and is giving you deference. Greetings. Is there a private table me and these three morons might uh, might occupy to have a conversation? And I turn to the three morons. And if you try to lie or cross me, I will smite you with my sword. Fair enough. Yeah, no, we're, we're on your side, man. So you hear kind of a very quiet noise, like a, <clears throat> like somebody's clearing their throat. And then you hear a voice say, um, Can I stand up? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you, Lord Edison. Uh, we do have a table in the back, as you know, for, for royalty. Uh, you are more than welcome to use our private room. Uh, is there anything else you require at, at the moment, Lord? And we'll show you right away. He snaps his fingers, and a couple of uh, a couple of young women uh, run over to uh, by your side, uh, holding oh my. drinks and stuff. Oh, <laughs> no women yet, just ale. Uh. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 sir. And uh, the women uh, open up the doors to a back room. The doors kind of slide; they're like pocket doors, and they're uh, heavy, heavy wood doors. And they she's, they slide them open, and there's some guys playing cards in there. And uh, the bartender runs up and is like, get out now. Do you see who's here? And then they look, they get freaked out. They jump up, they grab and scramble, grab all their cards and their money. You think one of the guys probably took way more money than he should have. Uh, <laughs> there's a big roaring fireplace over there uh, in the corner. And uh, there is a, like a giant cat asleep on the floor as well. Uh, and the guy, one of the guys uh, gets the cat up and they all leave the room together. And abandon it for you. So there is a big round table. Uh, it's a very nice uh, table for a tavern. And a uh, giant roaring fireplace. And um, uh, it's a private room. So you can close the door. There's paintings hanging on the wall. It's probably about like 30 feet uh, long by about 15 feet wide. So it's kind of a like a, a, a you know a rectangle, uh, a long rectangle. The fireplace is on the long side, as are the doors on the opposite long side. So you can come in and sit down at the giant round table. You can close the doors uh, and have you know keep your uh, keep your privacy if you'd like to. Who's the guy that showed us in? Is he like the bar owner? Or like the- it seems like he is. It might be just the barkeep, but it might be the bar owner. Okay, I put my hand out like towards him, like barkeep, bring me whoever knows the most about. Beverages and potions and that sort. Beverages and potions and that sort. Um, I don't, I don't know who to get you beverages. Are you meaning 
uh, alcoholic beverages. I got some strange stuff I need identifying. An oh, apothecary, maybe. You need magical identification. If that's what does it, then yes. Uh, yes, uh, Lord Aniston, we will fetch uh, someone uh, immediately to uh, that that is skilled in the ways of uh, magical identification. Um, it, it may be a, a, a little while uh, before they arrive. I apologize in advance, but uh, your your visit was a, a very unexpected uh, delight uh, to Sparkle. Uh, we're, we're very happy to have you. I am glad to be here. We are going to start with four pints of ale, and these three are going to convince me why I shouldn't have their heads. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just pints, sir? Just pints? Is that all you... I mean, we have uh, much larger sizes. A Tankers. A certainly uh, would want a, 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 one of our giant uh, containers of, uh, of ale. I, I lean over to the barkeep and I was like, we gotta convince them not to kill us, so bring the heaviest amount of stuff you got. We're gonna need them pretty drunk. Uh, yes, sir. I will, I will bring, uh, I'll bring your ale and I will bring, uh, I will bring some other delights for you. Uh, uh, hopefully you will like our surprises. And uh, and as you said, Lord Aniston, uh, no women uh, at the moment? You do not want uh, any of our women uh, currently? Not at the moment. Oh. We have very delightful, uh, very delightful uh, women that work here that would be more than happy to pl- pleasure any of you. First, you know that is not my cup of tea. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, we also have young men as well, and 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 boys, or 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 anything that you could desire, Lord Anderson. First, when I want early. it, oh. I will ask for it. Yes, my lord. Fair enough. And lastly, I do want the tavern cat Babu to come join us. Uh, certainly, certainly, Babu. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, would you would you also uh, care to imbibe in, in any of the in, in the smoking herbs or or powders or or delightful magical concoctions that uh, that are able to help elucidate to, uh, any situation? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> One bread with cheese with magic mushrooms. He takes out his uh, his notepad. He starts writing this down. A four pipe. Hookah. If I'm going to, if I'm going to trust these gentlemen, we are going to do it right. (laughs) And we are going to invite them. We are going to celebrate with them in all the proper ways that Sparkle does. And I will give them a fair shake. Sparkle's the Amsterdam of the underground. (laughs) (laughs) So the, uh, the bartender nods, he, he nods, uh, briskly, and uh, he he's standing at the door. He says, "Open or closed? Uh, would you like the door open or closed?" Closed. Yes, sir. He closed. The Bring door, me Peter Pan. Slams <laughs> it shut, and uh, <laughs> as soon as he slams it shut, you hear screaming on the other side, like he's yelling orders at people, and uh, people are just going crazy on the other side of the door, trying to get some shit ready. Something you don't know. Seems like you got a pretty good gig here going for you, Aniston. I can understand why you uh you like this place so much. The people of Shomar work hard and we play hard. (laughs) They have built a beautiful city that, to the best of my recollection, was destroyed the last time I remember. Okay, now, the fact that you're acknowledging that means you're gonna have to hear me out and not think I'm crazy for suggesting this. But if we were to walk outside of wherever we're in Marigal, there's just a totally flipped upside down, destroyed city. I'm pretty pretty sure it's this city. And I don't know how, and I don't know why, but I think that's the case. I just, I remember being at war with the cusp. The cusp. It sounds like you were on the cusp of losing. <laughs> I punched Koo in the stomach. <laughs> I regret nothing. Kneel, peasant! Bye. <laughs> I get down on one knee. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. You will not make light 
of the war we have been waging. The next time you do, and I bring my sword to his neck. Alright. You will lose your head. I whisper, yeah, don't do that again, Koo. I'm biting my tongue real hard right now. <laughs> We're sorry, your majesty. For real. Don't listen to that guy. He's not, he's the one you want to listen to the least. It's either me or Donnie. We're sensible. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Laren. None of us are sensible. Let's get that out in the air. No, I'm gonna agree with Donnie we don't need one. him to know that. Laren, the apology is accepted. The cusp, they have done some horrible, horrible things to Marigal and the city of Shomar. They've done horrible experiments with blood magic. They've killed our children, our babies. They have used demons to curse us. They are giant lizard creatures that have become twisted by their own magic. And they're... At the time, I remember the city, they're threatening to come and destroy us. I looked at Donnie and say, do you want to break the news to this guy? I mean, uh, oh, God. I, yeah, let me. So between then and where we're at now, you guys lost. Um, or at least that's what it looks like from the outside, because what what's the Shel- Shelmar or? Shomar? Shomar, get it right! Sorry. Uh, Shomar... <laughs> the doors uh, slide open, and uh, in walks uh, about five people, all carrying different things. Uh, there is a four-pipe hookah. They set it in the center of the table, and it's set up with everything so that uh, there's already a little bit of smoke coming out of the top of it. It's just stacked with like some kind of green... Uh, herb or something you're not sure what it is and uh and then you have these gigantic tankards of ale uh that are set in front of each of you uh a couple of you might have a hard time lifting that to drink uh normally uh but it it looks like you could probably manage it and uh in addition there is a cheese uh and mushroom pizza that's set there and uh but the mushrooms are there, it's a really a little bit disturbing because the mushrooms look like they have human faces that are smiling on them. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's uh, everyone's like kind of waiting, like, is this good? And, and the bartender's looking at you, Aniston, like, um, will this do, sir? Yes, this will do at this time. I am going to enjoy a slice of this delicious mushroom pizza. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And everyone kind of nods curtly and backs out of the uh, room and uh, at their best attempt at courtly manners, which is, you know, you can tell that they're really kind of, they don't really know what the hell they're doing with courtly manners. They're just trying as hard as they can, which, you know, it's a little bit endearing, but also they're kind of just, you know, they're kind of rubes. They're kind of like, you know, not the, not the most savvy folks. And also where is Babu? Uh, yes, sir, Babu. Uh, we are still trying to get Babu. Uh, he is on the way, uh, as is the magic uh, div- divinator and uh, and item identifier. We're trying as hard as we can, sir. <gasps> what if Babu was the magic identifier? <gasps> and also, you guys tell me that you saw this city in ruins. I remember. I, it's hard to see. I know there was an explosion. There was some sort of device that was set that destroyed Shomar. It caused massive amounts of damage. I wish I could have a clearer vision of what happened. Take a hit of this hookah. I think it'll help. Let me, uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus, God damn it. Um, innocent. I lift up my hand, I point to the finger he would have the ring on, like whichever finger his yeah. ring is on. I was like, do you remember what that this ring is you got on? Do you, do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, you do start to have kind of a vague memory of it. Um, you're remembering that it's something to do with whoever inherits the uh, leadership position of 
Shomar, that that ring was forged thousands of years ago and that it is supposed to keep the rulers uh, safe. And that there's a ceremony once every 300 years where the ring is passed on to the next person. And that when the ring gets passed on, the old uh, ruler dies as soon as the ring is removed. This ring is to protect the ruler of Shomar. In fact, you could say it is the one ring for the ruler of us all. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes the wearer immortal and invulnerable. Uh Uh-huh. Gonna... Wild idea, just gonna toss this out. I'm thinking... The war happened, you guys lost, sorry, and that baby there kept you alive and no one else. It's my guess. I think he's right, Aniston. It's... it's an appropriate theory, but I can't remember how I met you three? I can't remember how... how... All of this came about. I just want like a little cloud bubble to go by Larence had in the like eighties montage of us just like meeting Larence. I mean Aniston, uh, but no, I just explained like we were traveling in the dark and you found us and you gave me a big hug and we became friends. And you thought Koo was hilarious. That does not ring any bells to you. Aww. Nothing. Nothing. I just get a little sad, and I just sit down a little sl- slower in my chair. Oh, you weren't yourself then. I'm I'm trying to figure out the best way. Like you, all right. So, Shomar. Uh, what we know of what happened to Shomar is that like it's no longer found on like any maps, and it's not even considered like a city at all anymore. It's considered as like a mystery. It disappeared from the face of our planet. Uh, what was it? Hundreds of years ago. Yeah, in our history check, we learned yeah. like, it's just something we barely know. It's like Atlantis, but we it's found like it. It's like a mythological city. Yeah, We found out that there was a magical device that could flip uh, flip things directly upside down. And we call it Flipadelphia. <laughs> and that's what was used on Shomar, a device that turned the entire city upside down and put it in the ground. So the city is upside down underground right now. Hence why no one found it. We actually came through the empty aqueducts to get into the city. Um, because they're now on you. top of the city. Um, Aniston, can you do me a favor and just kind of rub your head and see if you've been hit anywhere? <sighs> I, I... You, uh, you haven't been, uh, you have not been hit or damaged in any way, Aniston. Uh, my thick, beautiful hair prevents me from noticing any defects with my skull. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, All right, well. a, uh, you're hearing a like kind of a roar from outside of the uh, the doors, the double doors, and somebody's screaming. What is oh, going no. on outside? Uh, you're not getting any answers. Larry running. Coo, go check. I run and kick right. open a door. Uh, yeah, I'm right there. The door, uh, and after you do, you remember it. They are sliding doors. Uh, so you put <laughs> uh, for one damage. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Alright, I slide open the door closest to me, like, halfway, just in case, like, there's crazy shit uh, happening. I feel like my seeing... foot's still in it, though, so he can't slide it all the way. Like... <laughs> you are seeing a, uh, you're seeing a large, uh, cat, uh, fight, just like, like the body of a large cat, and it's pissed off. It's Babu! I yelled to Aniston, Babu! And Babu stopped. Bartender Lana! He remembers <laughs> me! Uh, the bartender is the one that is being attacked by the cat. Uh, <laughs> Babu stops attacking and sees Aniston and bounds into the room and jumps up on the table and knocks over the uh, the uh, hookah, breaking it on the table and spilling uh, hookah water all over the table. Uh, uh. The cat starts licking you, Aniston, on the face. Oh, Babu! Babu, I missed you! Babu, you're such a good kitty! So a fox-eared asshole from what I can tell. 
And for a second, I thought we were in trouble. Uh, nice cat. Another hookah! The bartender is, uh, his arm is bleeding, and, uh, he is... <laughs> How big is this fucking cat? Uh, it's a very large lynx-like cat. Um, oh, boy. That's awesome. So it's about, uh, like, two and a half feet off the ground at the shoulder. So uh, a couple of attendants rush into the room, and they start cleaning up the broken hookah. And as they're cleaning it up, definitely another group is already ready with a fresh hookah, and they bring that in as just as the remaining pieces of the broken one are cleared away. I, I turn to Aniston and say, all right, well, it seems things seem to be going pretty well here. What can we do to ensure to make you believe us and trust us? I think we need to move forward. We want to get out of this place. I, you're kind of living in an illusion here. I don't even know if these people are real. Well, first, we're going to take care of bartender. Because do we have to? Yes. And then we're going to leave and investigate what happened to Shomar and Margal. That sounds uh, great. Everybody roll for perception. Uh, I got a six. I also got a six. (laughs) I got a ten. Holy hell! Uh, How about uh, Kenny? God, we are terrible at rolling. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and roll, Ken. Two. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Oh, Luckily, <laughs> you did not need to roll too high for this, but you notice that something uh, is suddenly really quiet out there in the bar. Is the door slit half open still? Uh, the door is not. It's closed. Okay. Babu, did you eat everybody out there? Another weird thing that you just noticed is the fire is no longer lit. Mm. Oh, mm. I'm uh, very nervous. It's not even warm. <laughs> me and Donnie and me are just gonna answer just, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, time, we were in time travel before I don't like it also, oh, Scoob. Uh, the, uh, the table does not have the things that were on it earlier there are now just some cards is Babu a skeleton now don't say it <laughs> yes. uh, okay. Babu does not seem to be in the room anymore huh Babu. Aniston yeah check with Aniston let us flip each a card from the stack. <laughs> mm, I don't wanna. I, I've, Aniston, look around. The room isn't the same as it was three, like three seconds ago. Uh, did a bubble pass through? What is happening? The answers come from the cards. Oh god! All I right. flip. I take a card from the bottom and flip it over. Okay, it has a three on it, and then there's a mermaid. Ooh. All right. I'll take one from the middle and flip it over. All right. There's a 10, and it's got some kind of troll creature on it. I gently whisper under my breath, Heart of the cards. And I flip over the top card. Uh, it's an, It has the letter A on it, and it's. it looks like it's just like some pile of rocks or something. Hey, that's all right. And I'll flip over the top card as well. Okay. And it's a 2, and it looks like there's shovels on it. Did well, that was fun. <laughs> I win. Nothing nothing weird happened with the cards or anything. They just seemed like normal cards. <clears throat> Can I walk outside of Sparkle? Like, outside on the street? As soon as you open the door uh, to the room that you're in, uh, mm-hmm. you there is no one in the bar. It is completely empty, and the sun is streaming in through the windows. Huh. All right. Everyone get behind me as we exit the bar. Done. Uh, yes, I'm with you. Uh, I wish we had Babu right now. I think he could help us if we needed him. I have a feeling Babu's not not Real. alive. Babu's in a better place. We'll be uh, there soon. So uh, you're looking around as you get out of the bar, and it just... The street looks like kind of pretty much like it did the previous... Uh, when, you were, when you last saw it which was just a couple hours ago. And um, there's the difference is that um, not all the horses are there, but there's still a few horses tied up. Um, and there's a guy walking down the street that's pushing some kind of, like, wheeled thing, and he looks to be picking up garbage. Um, uh, everybody roll for perception again. What day is it? Well, why, Mr. Scrooge, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 17. 
I got a 25. And an 18. What the hell's happening? That was great. You all yeah. noticed. Too bad you didn't save those rolls for something better. Um, <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh, fuck me, right? You guys, you guys all noticed that the window uh, that the guy was thrown through is completely fine now. Hmm. Huh. I immediately try to wave down or flat, like get the guy's attention that we saw, like the one guy picking up trash. Uh, so he looks up at you and he says, uh, "Hey, hello. What can I do for you? Where is everybody? What's happening? What did uh, what happened just now?" He's like, "What are you talking about? Did you see us go into this bar? No. Are you supposed to be in there?" We walked in like two you, minutes ago. Did you sleep there? I don't know anymore. I, I, I ask him, do you recognize this man? And I like show him Lord Aniston. And he says, it looks very familiar, but. And he looks for a second and he's like, I don't. Uh, nah, nah. Couldn't be. What the hell? What do you mean couldn't be? Who are you thinking of? Well, he just looks he just looks exactly like Lord Aniston, but there's no way Lord Aniston would come down to Marisol just to see us. It doesn't make any sense. Is there a way we could prove whether he's Lord Aniston or not? Maybe like what? his sword? What are you his talking ring? about? What are you talking about? What? Are you saying that this man is Lord Aniston? Look at his ring. Aniston, speak up, please. Thank you. You got his blink. And I raise my sword. He looks up at you, and he's completely stunned. And he's like, my apologies, sire, I did not recognize you. I I, I just thought there would be no way that did it. Oh, did I say anything bad? Please don't kill me. <laughs> Neil? He kneels down. Runs a type ship around here. Please apologize. Don't. Yes, I apologize fully. I apologize with everything. In my being, with all of my heart, Lord Aniston, I, I am so, so sorry. Rise and answer any of my compatriots' questions. Yes, sir. What's okay. your deepest, darkest secret? <laughs> oh, wow. My deepest, darkest secret? Do I have to? Well... Spill the beans! I... 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 Say it. I used to be... <laughs> I used I used to have I'm I was cheating on my wife. Yes, uh, the drama. The boy that cleans my swimming area. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! Uh, it's cool, dude. Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> what are you asking this for, Koo? The fair of the pool boy. <laughs> I just say to him, can can you find us some horses? Because I want to take Lord Aniston out of this place. Uh, well, certainly I'll be happy to help you find some horses. Anything, anything for Lord Lord Aniston and his his um his uh, uh he's kind of looking at you, Lord Aniston. Like, what are these guys to you? <laughs> compatriots. Your yeah. yes, your compatriots. So anything for you. Uh, I, I, Wait. However, um, one question. Y- yes. What year is it? What year is it? What year do you think it is right now? What year is it? <laughs> uh, and when, uh, so he says the, he says the year, and he says it's G8A17. And, Aniston, that sounds like, yeah, of course that's the year. Yeah, I look back at Aniston, like, huh? You, you, you know anything about that? That sounds uh, right. Do we, do we have any bearing as to, like, what year that is? Uh, that In year does terms? not make any sense to you guys. Yeah, that's right. I was I was hoping that would give like Anderson a time frame. Like, like remember we when you guys saw one. the uh, the brick in Bricks? One of the, uh, yeah in one of the uh, containers, the water container things. It kind of was like a similar thing like that. Yeah, I was hoping this would give us like a time frame of like Anderson, like this is at the end of his life or the beginning of it. Or well, Anderson, I mean, it sounds to you, Anderson, like this is that. If somebody asked you what year it was, you would say G eight four one seven. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Do we know what year, like, do we know what year ours is? Yeah, your, I mean, your year is, uh, your year is 2017. Oh. Nice. It just happens to line up with our reality. <laughs> it just oh, happens to be perfectly, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I get a fantasy and stuff, you know. Gotcha. All right, um, uh, 
What? What happened to Sparkles, this bar? What? When was it thriving? Who are you asking? The little dude, the guy we ran into on the street. What? What? When was it thriving? He's kind of looking a little confused. He says, well, there's a big party tonight, and most nights it's very well attended. And Sparkles widely known as one of the most popular and raucous bars in all of in all of the city, uh, I'll be honestly, and even outside of the city, I mean, it has quite a reputation, uh, not just with the people from Shomar, but from people from all over. Then why is there no one in it now? Well, it's it's 5.38 a.m. And he looks uh. at some weird device on his arm that you're like, what? Like, the- 5.38 a.m. doesn't even make sense to you guys. You don't know what that means. Except for you, Aniston, you know that that means very early in the morning. Ah. Gentlemen, it's because it is very early upon the waking hour. Ah, okay. But, like, people were just in there. When? Do we have, ah. Just that, we just walked in. I thought, like, two minutes ago we walked in there, it was full of people. Now they're gone. They shouldn't be, unless they're in their rooms, uh... The Shomar, as we all know, Lord Aniston, has a very, uh, very perceptive rule that all uh, parties and uh, raucous times or anything of that sort has to end before 5 a.m. Donnie, do you have any, like, de-spell anything or, like, decursify or any spells I'm to stop? I'm a sorcerer, dude. I don't, like, de-do anything. That. All I do is, like, burn shit and, like... <laughs> <laughs> Cool, we got a pyromaniac. I'm, I'm literally just a destructive force. Like, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> I turn to Aniston. So, Aniston, there's some sort of uh, magic, temporal like magic going on here that's changing what time it is, either during the day or what year it is. Because where we came from... The year is 2017, which sounds like it's much further in the future than what date you're currently in. Or also much whole... further in the past. Ah! And I started grabbing my skull and screaming. <laughs> future fantasy. <laughs> but if it was in the past, I don't think we'd see your city destroyed. I think we'd see your city in the beginning. It's like, I'm fairly sure we're... More futuristic than you. Sorry. I don't, it's not even of a contest. It's like, this is not, it shouldn't be happening like this. Like, this stuff isn't like, this is stuff that's like only been ruminated in books. It's like not, no, nothing's ever been done like this. Oh, uh, can I pick up another rock or like anything on the ground real sure. quick and throw it up into the sky again? Yeah, you find like a little, a little rock. By the way, that sanitation worker is still standing there waiting for you guys. Yeah. So you- you throw it up into the air, and the, the same thing happens uh, where it just doesn't do anything. It just disappears. I point up to the rock. I go, explain that. What's happening here? What is what is this? What? Uh, where'd it go? Who are you asking? I'm looking back and forth between Anderson and the worker. Okay, the worker's like, uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Huh? You just threw a rock. You threw a rock into the. I don't understand what 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 did you think? Was he's not. He's not going to be able to help us. He's stuck in this temporal thing. We have to. We have to. Aniston's the only one that's able to move between these different places because he's kept alive by the ring on his hand. I look at the guy. I'm like, "Go fuck your pool boy." And no. <laughs> worker person. Yes. Find us four horses. Yes. Then, if the pool boy thing is ongoing, <laughs> confess to your wife. Oh, if it's kid. not, please no. never speak of it again. Please, no. What if I just end it right now? Don't kill yourself, dude. If you- No, no, he means end the pool <laughs> not, not his life. <laughs> just end it all. <laughs> if you end the relationship and you'll never do it again... Yes? Die with that secret. I will. I promise I will. I'll be back with four horses straight away, Lord Aniston, and, and one very stout horse for this... This very tall, uh, this large, um, uh, sir over here. Ha ha! 
All right, I have a pretty good idea while we're waiting for him to get some horses. I want to examine the coin purse and the books that I got from that alternate reality and see if I can see a minting date on any of the coins. I don't know how many I have. And then see if on any of the books, if there's like dates on the books that I could be Circa like. Circa dates or whatever. Yeah, so like. we could understand like maybe this can help us understand if it, we are more So we can start future. building an actual like functioning timeline instead yes. of jumping through the past. So you, uh, um, you get the coins out first. And uh, you open the bag, and it looks like uh, there are about 40-some platinum coins in there. Sweet. That is a sh- that is a huge amount of money. Uh, uh, yeah, platinum is, is higher up than gold, Doug. Yeah. You gotta, gotta, well, I don't, it could be a different currency in this, maybe they're filthy with platinum, like their whole city's built on it, and yeah. it's like, ah, it's everywhere. It's yeah. pennies. I just think, in the circumstances, though, like the whole city was going to shit, someone was probably trying to collect that, and lucky me. Yeah. Um, but, so can I take just a handful, like maybe two or three, yeah. and look at mint dates, if there are any? Sure. Um, well, uh, the language is not uh, something you can immediately recognize, but it does look like uh, there's an imprint of a guy that looks like Lord Aniston on each coin, and uh, you're able to make out what probably is a date because it says uh, on one of the coins, it says G8413, G8416. There's kind of like different, you know. Uh, we're, oh boy, we're real close. I bet we're real close to where that bad stuff happens. Um, uh, Everybody uh, make a perception check. Uh, 14. Uh, 14 as well. 15. Okay. And I got a 17. Okay, so with the 17, you notice, way down the street, there is a cart that just turned a corner, and there are, like, about four guys with the cart, and it looks... Like, they might be shady. It's hard to tell from here, but it it's a bit unusual, especially at early in the morning like this, that, you know, you'd think it'd have something to do with uh, one of the shops or whatever, but none of the shops are currently open. So what would they be doing trying to deliver something in a cart? Uh, you can't really make out any of the details because they were pretty far away down the street. But they turned, and the the last minute, the thing that made you think they were a bit shady was the guy that was in the back of the cart, kind of bringing up the rear. And they're all walking, by the way, along with the cart. The guy that was bringing up the rear just kind of turns and looks down the street to, like, see if anybody's coming and sees you guys and kind of, like, turns his head real fast. And then they just kept kept going. Is he twirling his mustache, too? No. Yeah. (laughs) It just looks, it's something about it a little shady. But only one person saw it. Only, uh, Aniston. Aniston, Aniston saw it, yeah. Laren, Coop, go get those individuals. They look shady to me. On it, your majesty. Fair enough. I like hanging back. This is fun. <laughs> I'm not exactly fast. Okay. No, you're the nerd. You're the Are class you guys jogging out there? Like you're just I'm going to just full sprint, like. Yes, as fast as I can. Just oh, I'm going to try to catch up to these guys. As yeah, fast as you can. Okay, so yeah. as soon as you start sprinting down the street, uh, you're making pretty good time because those guys were not sprinting. They were kind of walking with the cart. So you get up to the street that they turned down on, and you look down the street, and you do not see them. Who? You go right. I'll go left. Well, I mean, here's the problem is that the street goes on another long way. I mean, you are in a pretty, you know, hopping suburb. So these are, there's a bunch more shops down here, a bunch of different stuff that just kind of goes on and on and on pretty far down. In the distance, uh, you do notice, uh, you remember that giant domed building where Bubble Town was? You see yes, that yeah. in the distance and it doesn't look like it's screwed up or anything. It's just normally like sitting there and you see kind of a skyline of a bunch of different buildings. But there's no sign of the cart you're not seeing where it went or which way it turned. It could have gone down in the time it took you to run there. It could have gone down maybe five or six different streets. Uh, we're, we're not getting that cart. That's a- I, I just tried to take the first two like glances down the first two most close roads just to see. Okay. And you're walking, walking by. You do not see the cart. 
Ah. Uh, the, the books and stuff. Show them the innocence so that we got them. Or could we go to the tower and show that we got them from a different? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I guess I take out one of the books and show them. All right. Yeah, AJ's character has them too. Yeah, he's got them on him. I, I'm going to just start running back to Aniston and the gang. I'm going to keep looking for the cart. Yeah, because I'm back there with Aniston still. Yeah, like, right. I can, like, so, meanwhile. Uh, you guys yeah. that are looking for the cart, go ahead and make a uh, a perception uh, roll, both of you, while I'm uh, talking to Aniston uh, about the books. I got a 22. I got a 15. Ooh, okay, we'll get back to you in a minute. All right, so... Um, okay. Uh, Aniston, um, you notice, uh, he's going into his bag and he pulls out a very thick tome, uh, and it looks like, uh, one of the books that your scholars would use. And, uh, you know, this, this, uh, the city of Shomar had a huge scholarly and magical population. And compared to the people at the, uh, from the cusp, you guys had a very high moral standard for magic and you would not mess around with magic that could damage a person, that could damage um, uh, time, that could damage space. Like, you were very careful about your summoning magics, even. Like, if you summoned a creature, you would also replace uh, that creature where you summoned it from with something else. So you would be very careful and very fair about this. So this book that you're looking at is basically... Uh, it's all about the morals of magic and the kind of moral rules for magic. And it's I can't read a damn thing in it. Yeah, you can't read it at all. But Aniston, you know, you can understand the language that it's written. This book explains everything we believe about magic and our moral code. And we have a very strict belief system in magic. We do not take unless we giveth. We do not giveth unless we taketh away. Let me let me just put this in perspective for you, Aniston. The this language has been dead for hundreds of years. No one in the modern world can really read this. Like at least no one's gotten a hold of books from the library where I got this book. We got it through a temporal rift that we found in another part of the city that took us to a time before the library was destroyed. So what so, are you saying? You're so from you the past, had, homie. No. You, got, <laughs> you guys had... You've been alive for a really long time, longer than probably what your succession would allow normally, based on what we've found out through... Like the three hundred years of each ruler or whatever, uh, unless you became ruler right before the war happened, and it's only been three hundred years since your city disappeared. Um, which I don't know if I, I don't think Donnie would know that or not. Well, you just kind of remember from when you guys were talking about it previously that you you're pretty sure it's more than a more than a thousand years. Yeah, so wow. you are over over. Uh, a millennium old. You are over a thousand years old, Aniston. So what has happened to my people? What has happened to my city? Well, I told you, we found we found what remained of your city. Your city has long been forgotten by time. Uh, we found what remained of your city upside down underground. And then we found you. And the ring has been keeping you alive this entire time. And the You co- were a... Uh, you were out of your mind when we found you. Uh, borderline unintelligible with the strings that you were putting together. And you were very, you were childlike in your nature. And since we came into this area and like Bubble Town, which is what you called the other place, where had the temporal <laughs> bubbles floating around, you started changing, reverting back to your uh, lordly self. This, this cannot be! This cannot be where I am current where I currently exist what 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 of the cusp did they win tell they, me they uh do I know if the cusp won you've never heard of the cusp you've never heard okay. of them at all 
Uh, you have no idea what that is, but I mean, uh, from what Anderson described, you know that they are, uh, you know, proliferate. Are they dragonborn? Um, you know that they're lizard. <laughs> oh boy. You don't know. Uh, you know just that they were described by Aniston as lizard-like, so. Uh, you are they kind of like the crag? Well. The crag were more goblin-y, I guess. Yeah, you don't know if that's related or not. You're not sure. Uh, well, it happened so long ago that. Even the cusp has been forgotten, so no one can really know what... I mean, you're the only one that would probably know what happened, seeing as you've lived through all of it. Alright, should we do our meanwhile with what's going on with the cart? Yeah, so we cut back to the cart, uh, and I can't believe you rolled that high for perception, so you... <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> yeah, because we fucking suck at it. You find, <laughs> uh, you find like a little disturbance in one of the roads... And you can tell it is about the width of a cartwheel, and it looks like it gives you a very clear direction which way to go uh, with the car uh, to find the cart. So you are pointed directly, uh, kind of back towards where the tavern was. Okay, so they're kind of circling around. Well, I saw huh. Koo well, no, running they're, they're back. Not circling because they were coming oh, okay. from the other direction towards you. And then they okay. turned down one of like the smaller streets. You guys, Sparkle is kind of on a larger main strip, and then that cart down there just made a uh, turn. Yeah, uh, like a turn down on one of those side streets. So that's kind of what you saw. And then running down there, you finally got to the roads. You looked down all these side roads, and you found that that mark was kind of pointing you back towards. Uh, back towards the tavern. All right, so is Ku in seeing distance? Because if he is, I kind of want to wave him down and say, they went this way. Get Lord Aniston and get your asses over here. I was going to like head back. Like I assumed it was like a time paradox thing where they just disappeared, like the people in the bar. So I was like, oh, whatever. Or like um, the guy we tried to grab. Yeah, like I assumed. No, they just, I think like, this is way more existence. important. Okay. Uh, all right, so yeah, I hear Larry say that. I was like, got it. I run back to... I guess Wait, the main fuck, strip. I just had, like, a terrible connection oh. in my head. I know, this, oh, me too. Is this the bomb? Yes. Were they, did they have the bomb in the I wagon? I think that's what's going on, and I'm trying to hunt them down. Yeah, I run back to the main street where I can, like, see Donnie and uh, Aniston. Like, I can look straight down. And I just, like, try and wave them down, and, like, if they can hear me, I yell to them, like, Come on, we found them! Yeah, uh, yeah. You can, uh, they, you can, they can hear you. So you guys are all going to kind of meet at the last place that you saw the cart track. Is that what you're talking about? I might go ahead of them just to get a head start and see if I can even further narrow down where they are and try to be stealthy about it, but also make haste. Okay. So you see that they're kind of taking a winding path through side streets and alleys and stuff like that. Uh, but it's getting harder to find out where they are. So I'm going to need you all to roll perception again. Oh, God damn it. Not our strong suit. We're all basically blind. 14. I got an 11. I got a 20. Not natural. An unnatural 20. It's an abomination of a 20. <laughs> it's an affront to God 20. Is that everybody? And Aniston. I got a 9. Okay. So you rolled that 20. Uh, you can only tell with this kind of feeling in your gut the general direction that they went. <laughs> if I was going to put a bomb somewhere, where would it be? Oh! And I just follow that way. I, I look at Anderson. Where was, where was the bomb? Where do you remember the bomb going off? I, it's, it's hazy. I, I don't, I don't entirely remember. Do, alright, so I bring Aniston, Aniston Donnie was with technically me. there. Yeah, and I catch up to Laren, who was following the path. Do I find the path like from there? Like, is that the twenty? The twenty, uh, the twenty was was a continuation. It kind of gave you the idea that, like, you are now kind of about like if we're talking like regular city blocks, you're about a one and a half blocks away from the tavern on a side street, and the tavern is a big enough building that it takes up about two blocks. Okay. Um, the tavern also has, uh, you know, two floors with a giant wraparound porch on the upper floor. Uh, you see that there's now, um, like, some women hanging out in chairs uh, in front of different rooms up on the uh, uh, the wraparound porch. You can see it from here. 
Uh, it's a pretty impressive building and a big sign that says Sparkle uh, right on the front. And um, uh, it's, you know, it's an impressive building, the tavern. Uh, other than that, uh, in front of you, there are just a bunch of random assortment of different shops, uh, different places, business places, and, you know, all kinds of different stores. Pretty much anything you could imagine is there. Uh, and you're seeing some okay. movement inside of some of these stores now. It's not unusual to see people walking around inside. Alright. We don't know for a fact that it's the bomb yet. That is just a conspiracy theory by Donnie, so let's not go spreading that uh, information. I just try start running or running through. Bob! Bob! No, last time we, we started a riot, it ended up with 70 <laughs> to 80 people dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we killed like half a town. Hey everyone, Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode where our heroes discover the true nature of Aniston, their lordly elf companion, as well as start to unravel the mystery behind the lost city of Shomar. We had the pleasure of having Kenny Rotter from the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast join us to voice Aniston. You can find his show at dumbbellsanddragons.com and the Twitter handle dumbbellsdragon. Tune in to next week's episode to learn the fate of this mysterious bombs our heroes are trying to track down. I want to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bren, Kenny, and myself. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music was composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at Pinecast.com. You can leave a tip. You can leave feedback. Just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.